Chapter 1 The muttering was indistinct. It crept down the dark ward, forcing itself upon the man who lay in the patch of light at the far end of the vast room. It was a pleasant muttering. It made a reassuring undercurrent below the worry, that terrifying anxiety which was thrusting icy fingers deep into his diaphragm. He tried to concentrate on the muttering. Mercifully, it was recognisable. There were two distinct voices, and when he could catch them, the words meant something. That was good. That was hopeful. In a little while, the words might start connecting, and then, please God, he would learn something, and this appalling fear would recede. From where he lay, he could just see a wedge of polished floor, a section of a neat empty bed, and a tall shrouded window, fading into complete darkness at the top where the shaded light over his own head was too faint to reach it. All these were entirely unfamiliar. He was not even sure that he was in a hospital. That was part of the whole situation. He knew what a hospital was, that was comforting. They were large grey buildings made grimly gay by enormous posters announcing scarifying debts. The recollection of those placards cheered him up. He could still read, he was sure of that. Sometimes one couldn't. Sometimes, on these occasions, one could only recognise spoken words. That was an odd piece of information to remember now. His mind was clear enough as far as it went as far as it went. He concentrated on the muttering. It was a long way away. They must be just outside the farther door up there in the darkness. The woman was a nurse, of course. The discovery delighted him foolishly. He was getting on. At any moment now, other obvious things must occur to him. He had no idea who the man was, but his rumble was human and friendly. He settled himself to listen. I uh, shan't question him myself, you know. He heard the man's words with mild interest. I dare say not. She sounded acid. It's very serious indeed. I wonder they left him alone with us here. It's not very nice. There's no need to worry about that, miss. The rumble was aggrieved. I'd like a quid for every one I've handled. He'll be quiet enough, you'll see. Probably won't even remember what's happened. Or he'll say he doesn't until he has seen a lawyer. They're like that nowadays. Up to anything. The man in bed lay very still. The muttering had ceased to be so comforting. He forgot to be glad that it was coherent. He listened avidly. They'll hang him, I suppose, said the nurse. Bound to, miss. The man was both apologetic and definite. He was one of us, you see, so there's no way of getting out of it. Once a man slugs an officer of police, he's for it. It's a necessary precaution for the safety of the public, he added, not without satisfaction. This chap had all that money on him, too. (laughs) It'll take a bit of explaining on its own. All I can say... It's very unpleasant. The nurse crackled a little after she had spoken, and the man in bed thought she was coming in. He closed his eyes and lay rigid. There were no footsteps, 
and presently she spoke again. It seems very strange here without any patience, she said, and laughed a little unnaturally, as if she recognised the ghostliness of the great empty wards. We're only a skeleton staff left behind to deal with emergencies like this. We're the one hospital in the town cleared for action in case of anything. All our regulars have been evacuated. I don't know how they're all getting on in the country, I'm sure. My missus and the kids are in the country said the policeman unexpectedly. It keeps me short and she's lonely. His voice died away into a murmur of confidence, and at the other end of the ward the man in bed opened his eyes again. Slugging a policeman. He knew what that meant, whatever condition his mind was in. That was pretty serious.